Do you seek the freedom to pursue greater meaning and purpose in your life? Is there something that you're passionate about that you'd like to support by giving time, talent, or money? Do you seek a level of financial freedom to live an ideal life as you uniquely define it? Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier, a show dedicated to helping you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier. My name is Mike Bernard. I am your host. Thanks for being with us. Like Jeff, I am also a certified financial planner. This show is all about helping you discover what matters most in helping you get your actions and resources in alignment with your goals. We combine excellence and wealth management with the pursuit of meaning and purpose in your life. Jeff Bernier is the founder, president, and chief investment officer of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, a wealth management firm in Alpharetta, Georgia, a suburb in the greater Atlanta area. All right. Welcome back, Jeff. What's on the docket for things as we move towards Thanksgiving? Well, you know, all is well. And, uh, of course, this is our November show. So, you know, obviously we are in that Thanksgiving season now. And, um, you know, as a firm and as individuals, we we really do try to use this season as an opportunity to show gratitude for, for those that have made our, our work and our life so so uh, so enjoyable. I can I completely agree. We have so much to be grateful for, and that's one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this time with you. We have that shared um, belief system, and and also just that shared perspective on the world. We are grateful for yeah, the experiences we have. No question about it. I think I think we're 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 all better for our relationship. So, what's on your mind for today? Well, le- let me ask you a question, Mike. So, what do you think is the most important piece of equipment? On an airplane. Well, I could be sarcastic and tell you the coffee, uh, <laughs> because that seems to be the first thing I ask for okay. when I. But it's probably the engine, right? It, you'd, you'd say the engine or the, the wings, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, all those things that are clearly important. I would think the engine is pretty important. Um, and the suggestion that I'm going to make may not be the most important, but it's certainly it's certainly pretty high, high up there. So I think one of the most important things on an airplane is the pre-flight checklist. Okay. I see I see your point. Without the checklist, you might not know if we're in a critical situation or if there's a problem. I get yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's it exactly. Um, but not only this, uh, you know, a well-thought-out checklist of things to check can, can help keep your ego uh, in check, no, no pun intended, <laughs> and enforces some discipline to you know, to a process. So, you know, even though there are things that we do thousands of times, uh, sometimes we get complacent. And, and, a, and a checklist that you must go through before takeoff can keep you from getting complacent and skipping steps that, that you could have overlooked. So today's topic is is about a checklist, then, I guess. Well, ki- kind of. Uh, so I thought it would be useful. Um, you know, this is year-end, and our firm has a year-end process that we go through, which is sort of a checklist of things that we created um, as we're doing year-end client reviews. So year-end is, is a good time to, to, to go through this, this quote, checklist. And uh, year-end is also a good time to stop and reflect on the year. And, of course, um, you know, many people, you know, use year-end to assess what they accomplished and set goals for the, for the coming year. Well, that's right. I mean, in this podcast, this show is all about combining kind of meaning and money. Right. right. And That's so right. so I know we've talked a lot in the past about 
taking some time for reflection yeah. and, and the value of doing that. That's here. right. And, you know, we, we both share uh, a coach yep. that helps us, and he talks a lot about having a, uh, an intentional process at the end of the year to, to evaluate. He even, he even makes a video. He, he takes his, his phone and, and does a video at the end of every year. And on his little video that he does, he'll go to the woods or whatever and, and do his video. But he'll, he'll talk about things he was grateful for for the year. Um, all the things he's looking at to the previous, I mean, for the next year, uh, and all the things he uh, he accomplished this year, and and in the video he does, he he actually is speaking to himself because he didn't look at it for a year, so he records this video year end and talks about you know you know Lee you know you're looking at this you know how did you how did you, what goals did you set last year what did you accomplish. What are your goals going to be for this year? And then he goes back and looks at them, looks at them a year later. And so that's a really formal way, I guess, to to hold yourself accountable. I haven't gone quite so far as doing the video, but it seems like kind of an interesting idea. Yeah, I haven't done the video either. Although, you know, initially when I heard it, I thought that would be massively awkward. But then the other thing <laughs> is about, you know, you're trying to live an intentional life. Yeah. And and so I commend him for that 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 courage. And so maybe you listening right now, you just needed to hear that and, and take a video of yourself telling, setting your goals. Yeah. Setting your goals and watch it the next year. So, yeah. All right. So so tell me about this checklist that your year end. Yeah, stuff. and and a, a checklist is really important to guys like like me and and maybe like you because we've talked a little bit about Colby the Colby mm-hmm. assessment and I'm really high quick start and and pretty low follow through in the Colby assessment and thankfully I, I collaborate with a great team who's really high follow through but uh, so for for guys like me a checklist is, is really helpful but regardless uh, you know checklists can be helpful to everyone um, a few years ago I read a really Good book called The Checklist Manifesto mm-hmm. um, by Atul Gawande. I'm sure I've mispronounced the, the the gentleman's name, but it's really all about the power of checklist. And he cites some really interesting studies and research. But one of them, in particular, talks about how many lives are saved in in hospitals or in doctors' offices purely by having a, a checklist. So. Uh, so in our practice, we've created a few checklists as well that gives us the freedom to be creative because we don't have to remember to do these things. We have the mm-hmm. checklist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's really what this is about. You know, what else is coming to mind here? Just a couple of episodes ago, we had Dr. Daniel Crosby on, and yeah. he was talking about how often our emotions and other right. forces, our biases right. can get in the that's way. Right. And to have a rules-based approach, now most of that's for investing, but really – to your overall financial life that's as right. well. That's so, right. Yeah. All right. So, so what's on the year-end checklist? You know, I, I'm assuming a lot of tax planning stuff since there's the natural deadline. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, there, well, there is. I mean, uh, certainly, certainly, year-end tax review is, is part of this. So, let's go into some of these areas so that all of you, all of you listeners, um, can benefit. Of what we're doing before year end. Yeah, I mean, we could dream up a lot. I, I, I think I've put uh, on the year end checklist that we do internally. There's five major areas that we want to make sure we we touch on. There there could be there could be others. So if it's okay, Mike, why don't we just kind of go through these five and 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 you can chime in here with some additional thoughts. That if sounds you don't, great. If you don't mind, the first one is really important, and and that is is your uh, have you completed your required minimum distribution? So if you're over 70 and a half 
and you have an IRA or have qualified money, uh, you must take required minimum distributions from your qualified accounts by December 31st. And while this may sound relatively easy and straightforward, and it, and it can be, if you have multiple IRAs at multiple custodians, it can be it can be a little more complex because you've got to aggregate all of those to determine how much you need to take to take out. And it's really important to get it right because it's one of the largest penalties in the tax code. I think the largest. I think, I, I, I think so as well. And then on top of this, so 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 the so the the penalty is fifty percent. Correct. And then you still have to take the money on That's pay right. the tax. That's right. So <laughs> yeah, so it's a fifty percent penalty if you don't take out enough. So for instance, if you were if your required distribution was forty thousand dollars, and you only took twenty, so you're short ten. Um, you know, you're, I'm, I'm sorry, you're short 20, you're going to have $10,000 in penalties. That's right. So 50% of the amount. Um, it, it, so, it's, so it's really important that this is on this checklist right. so that we can go behind uh, our clients that are over 70 and a half and make sure they've taken out enough. And remember, if you're, if you're charity inclined, we've talked in this show about qualified charitable distributions. It's a great idea uh, that you could use your required minimum distribution uh, for, for charity, especially in the new tax law. Uh, we wrote a blog about it as well. Um, so that's a way to help to help every dollar count when you do these RMDs. I, so I would add one other thing under the uh, this, this part of the checklist, and that is, you know, Jeff, you're, you started by saying if you're 70 and a half or older, or if you've inherited oh, correct. an IRA or right. even a Roth IRA right. from someone else. That's exactly right. Um, that's, that's your non-spouse. Then you've got this required minimum distribution. I had an individual come into my office earlier this year that was so grateful that he inherited a Roth from his mother eight years ago and was just taking money out of it whenever he wanted. And so we went back through the history and he didn't take money out every single year, didn't realize that this was a requirement. And so if you've inherited an IRA or, or Roth account from someone that you're not married to, you also have required minimum distribution responsibilities, too, with the same penalty. So, Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, um, yeah, so you, you definitely do need to look at the beneficiary IRAs as, as well. That's right. Yeah. So the second one is, um, you know, have you talked to your advisor this year? And you know, this may seem fairly silly, but, you know, life happens and we all get very busy and it's easy to forget to, you know, to inform your advisors about changes in your life, both big or small, that can have a significant impact on your strategies. And, you know, you could have a new grandchild like I do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you may want to set up a 529 account. You may have had some income that was unexpected that you need to account for potential tax liability. Um, you could have a potential windfall uh, from other areas, or your portfolio may have done better than, than uh, projected. So you could find yourself overfunded to your goals, which gives you the luxury to make some some choices. You could be underfunded to your goals if you have a, a financial um, challenge that that popped up. So you know we find it most rewarding for client relationships that you know we have open communication throughout the year, and you know if we haven't talked to every client at least one time a year and got an update. Uh, year end is a good time to uh, to make sure you've done that, and of course, you know your advisor can also help you with tax mitigation and uh, looking at you know uh, portfolio strategies and all those kinds of things as well. So yeah. that was the second one, Mike. Yeah, that that's right. I mean, also if you're you know if you're planned 
even changed, if your assumptions changed at all. If you're if you're shooting at a different target, maybe you wanted to retire a little bit earlier, you wanted to spend a little more money or, or something something like that. So right. it's important that you have that touch point with your advisor, get on the same page at least once a year. That's right. That's right. The, the third one really does revolve around tax planning. Um, so, you, you know, as you mentioned, if you wait till January, it's too late. Uh, so in the fourth quarter, and now you want to do you want to manage tax. You want to tax manage portfolios throughout the year. That's right. Uh, but certainly, year end is a good time to do an assessment and take a look and see if it makes sense to harvest any losses or harvest any gains. Um, and you know, you may have taxable accounts that have unrealized losses that you may want to harvest uh, that can create some some tax savings potentially. If you find yourself in a in a low tax bracket, you may be able to capture some gain some gains. At a zero percent tax bracket, if your if your taxable income's low enough, um, you know if there's IRA accounts that have gone down significantly in value, might be a good time to do a Roth conversion because you're taking an IRA that went down in value, converting it to a Roth IRA, prepaying the tax, but you're prepaying the tax uh, at a lower value because the securities have declined significantly. Um, you know, it's also a good time at the end of the year to figure out, does it make sense to fill up lower brackets? Um, you know, if you're uh, a business owner and there's a possibility that you qualify for the qualified business income deduction, uh, you know, there are limits. So you can determine if you're close enough to those that may be accelerating some, some losses can get you below the limits where you can file and and get those get those deductions. So um, the final one really is just, um, you know, if you're an investor in mutual funds, most mutual funds pay their distributions out at the end of the year, mm-hmm. usually around mid-December. So you really don't want to buy a mutual fund before it distributes its capital gains or its income for the year because you're going to get a taxable distribution and no economic benefit. So if you're going to buy a mutual fund that has embedded gains that are going to be distributed, you want to wait and buy those shares after the, the, uh, after the gains have been, have, have been distributed. So some of this can be a little complex, but again, year end's a good time to take a quick look at it and, and maybe get your tax advisor in, involved or certainly your certified financial planner involved and see if there are some year-end uh, planning opportunities. Yeah, being as proactive as possible as Correct. opposed to reactive Correct. With, with the taxes. Yeah, That's right. Abs- absolutely. That's right. Uh, the, the fourth one that we do in our practice is really about liquidity. How do we look at the next year and look at the income needs or the or the uh, or the needs for liquidity in the in the next year, um, because again, as I mentioned before, a lot of these investments pay distributions at the end of the year. So you may accumulate some cash in your portfolio at the end of the year. Well, we don't want to turn around and reinvest that cash if we know you're going to need the capital in the next twelve months for a purchase or or to provide income. So so year end is really a good time to. Uh, anticipate cash flow needs or liquidity needs in the coming year. And, you know, we, I wrote a, a blog post a couple years ago called Eat Your Principal, 
And we've talked about it in this show a time or two about how to build a short-term portfolio. So this is the time also we'll use some of those distributions. We'll use some of that tax loss harvesting, perhaps, to replenish the short-term portfolio. Um, So it's a good opportunity to replenish this two-year bucket, if you will. And again, uh, listeners can check out a a blog that I I wrote that's called um, Retirement May Be the Best Time to Eat Your Principal. And again, as I mentioned before, Check with your other advisors or your or your CPA um, as you're as you're looking at these kinds of strategies. Incredibly important, given you know the the headwinds and potential risks and everything that people are feeling. That that you get this right, your liquidity. Absolutely, right. that's right. Yeah, and then the last one's sort of a catch-all, but there's a there, there can be a lot in it. Um, so you know, your financial life is more than just about your portfolio. I mean, if anything, this show is really about holistic wealth management. And it's about, again, both deep discussions about meaning and purpose and and how do we create the financial capacity to go live that vision, live that dream. Um, But in terms of wealth management, I mean, it's not just investments. It's risk management. It's cash flow. It's tax. And so the end of the year is a good time to to be sure you've taken care of some of the the other details that make up a holistic wealth management plan. So in terms of things like your estate plan, you know, is your will up to date? Uh, You know, do you have the appropriate amounts of insurance? Have you looked at your cash flow needs, as I mentioned, in the coming year? We've talked about year-end tax trading. You know, a lot of people wake up at the end of the year and realize they haven't fully funded their 401k plans, perhaps, or their HSAs. And so maybe you know, late in the year, they have some income coming in. Maybe they accelerate their withholdings to go ahead and get them full. Because when January 1 rolls around, mm-hmm. you can't max out 2019's 401k. That's right. You can only yeah. do that from now to the end of the year. So it's a good time to just do a spot check to make sure you saved as much money as you had hoped and um, take advantage of those those types of, of things. Um, and, you know, and other things related to, to you know, to risk management that, that year end can be a good time to, um, to, do, to do an assessment. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a pretty exhaustive list. Y- yeah. And... Um, as I mentioned, it's a checklist, so we can just yeah. kind of walk through and say, did you do these things? You may not be able to answer all of the questions before year end. You certainly want to address the ones that are uh, tax motivated, yeah. because as we mentioned, the, the, you know, the clock is ticking. Yeah. Um, but the other th- items that show up, it, you, know, it, it, you, you can identify them and then attack them. Um, and hopefully sooner rather than later, but but they don't all have to necessarily be done before year end, but at least you've created a target list of things that we need to get done. Um, but this is where collaboration really matters um, because, uh, you know, we cannot be experts in everything related to our clients' comprehensive wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, no one really can. Um, and so this is where collaborating with your CFP, your CPA, your insurance professional, your estate planning attorneys, um, and sometimes it's, it's as easy as a quick email. Yeah, you know, did, did something change? Um, you know, with the, with the um, like in Georgia, for instance, uh, a year or two ago, uh, some of the language changed in the powers of attorney. Uh-huh. And so, you know, we're going through and saying, okay, it might be a good idea to check back in with your attorney to see if the healthcare power or the durable powers language should be updated. Yeah. So it's just a good idea to do those kinds of things. And, and again, I just want to stress the importance of a team 
and collaborating with a team. That's right. That's right. So we would encourage you to take time at this year end to pause and reflect. Maybe right after you ate that turkey and you're about to take a nap, watch the Lions <laughs> lose. Just take a moment and and walk through this checklist to make sure that you've done everything you need to, especially the areas that have that natural deadline. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, there you have it. Another episode of the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier. Hope you found today's discussion helpful. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to check out past episodes or to check out uh, Jeff's blog. You can go to tandemgrowth.com forward slash perspectives. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier, a show dedicated to help you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for Jeff or Mike or comments on the show, feel free to reach out to us at moneyandmeaning at tandemgrowth.com or you can find us on the web at www.tandemgrowth.com. Jeff Bernier is the President and Chief Investment Officer at Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This show is a production of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC. All information discussed is general in nature, is provided for informational purposes only, and should not be construed as specific financial, legal, or tax advice. Listeners should consult an attorney or tax professional regarding their specific legal or tax situation. Listeners should not rely on the content of this podcast as the basis for any investment decisions. A professional advisor should be consulted and or independent due diligence should be conducted before implementing anything discussed in this show. While information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, does not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, does not make any representations or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, such as guests on the podcast, and takes no responsibility for the same.